This is The Hidden Why Podcast, episode 591. Today is my solo show. Today's thought is on the topic of self-doubt. Enjoy. G'day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Hidden Why Podcast. I hope you are well. Thank you for tuning in to this episode, guys. This is my solo show. This is the opportunity for me to present to you something that I've learned, something that's inspired me, something that I've been thinking upon. And in doing so, I hope to inspire you. I hope to educate and assist you in some way to live your life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. That's what it's all about here on The Hidden Why for me. Guys, today's topic is on the topic of self-doubt, an important one for all of us, I believe, to listen into because it affects us all in some way. We all suffer with this feeling of doubt. So guys, tune in, let me know what you think. Jump on to the hiddenwhy.com, please, and leave me your comments there. Now you can reach me directly through my email address as well, or if you want to catch me on social media, you may do that most successfully through Facebook Messenger. Other than that, guys, enjoy this show. I do want to remind you too that I do have a book being released, being published that I'm working on. Oh, it's a mission but it will come out. It's going to happen. It's got to happen. I've spent a lot of time and effort into it, so I just need to now get it published. So it is called The Ultimate Life Map. So you can support me with this by going to theultimatelifemap.com and just entering your email address there for now. That's as simple as it is. Other than that, you can support me by just tuning into these shows, listening in, and when the book does come out, picking up a copy, maybe sharing it through social media and helping me get the message out there. Guys, that's it for me. Enjoy this solo rant. Today's solo rant is on the topic of self-doubt. Thank you. Self-doubt, a lack of confidence in oneself and one's abilities. Guys, self-doubt is often described as our dark side. It's those inner gremlins that often question our motive or intention. They question our ability, and they question ourself. If you think about self-doubt, it seems really ludicrous that we would doubt oneself. Like, what purpose does that actually serve? And it may not actually be that we do lack confidence or self-esteem. Because I know many confident people, even people that have come on this show that have said to me that they at times doubt themselves. They get that imposter syndrome attacking them. And it's debilitating. It's limiting. It keeps us back from what we really want to achieve. It holds us back from chasing our dreams. We sit in fear with this self-doubt rather than pushing forward in excitement for what the future might bring. I have to wonder why. Like, why does self-doubt exist? What purpose does it serve? So guys, in this episode, that's really the thought I want to explore. I want to understand the rising of negative thoughts. And I want to talk about methods to bring awareness and balance to personal doubt. So together, perhaps we can knock self-doubt on the head and really move towards those dreams with greater excitement and ambition. There's a quote here that I'm going to read by William Shakespeare. Interesting one. It says, our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win. By fearing to attempt. I really like that. I mean, it's a little bit Shakespeare-ish, but it's got a really good, 
yeah, it's got a really, really good meaning to it. Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we off might win by fearing to attempt. So, I mean, I think that just sort of sums up why this self-doubt is so critical to the lives that we're going to live and why it's so important then to practice awareness and really understand why we doubt ourselves so we can overcome it. Because if in overcoming it, we can actually move towards the good that we might actually win, the things that we might actually achieve, the goals, the dreams, the desires that we might actually fulfill and accomplish, then that's going to be good for our lives. I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, meaning in life is, is found through purposeful action. It's found by moving towards something that brings us a greater sense of significance. But if we're constantly blocking ourselves, blocking ourselves, not anyone else, not the external resources or anything that uh, are lacking in our lives, but just that self-doubt, well, that's a big, big hurdle. And I think, you know, resources, things externally to our control, we can find, we can overcome. But self-doubt is one of those things that really is probably the biggest obstacle for all of us. So I think it's really important for us to understand how we can overcome self-doubt and, and you know, push it aside so we can actually continue to move forward rather than fearing to attempt, as Shakespeare said in his quote. Fearing to attempt. I mean, there's so many things that I think about in my life where I've wanted to do, you know, day-to-day, weekly, yearly, these goals, these dreams that I want to push forward and I don't do them because I have this doubt. I doubt myself. I doubt my ability. I feel perhaps like I'm not enough. And if you're interested in that thought, I did a podcast on that uh, or an article on that and a podcast soon on the thought of not being enough. So make sure you check it out at thehiddenwire.com. So that's why, that's why we need to really knock self-doubt on the head. Now, if we look at self-doubt, well, the word self is where it comes from. Yeah, we doubt ourselves. Now, the doubt, this 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 whole idea of self, it's, it's a, it's a created thing. You know, it doesn't really exist necessarily. We create it and we create it through our experience in life. We can create it through the conditioning of our past. That how That's how the self is formed. Now, the way self-doubt affects each of us individually is going to be different based on the upbringing. You know, if we had parents that constantly questioned our moves or questioned our abilities, then that will carry with us. You know, if someone was saying, you know, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that continually throughout our lives, that's going to affect us in what we think today. Oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. You know, self-doubt is created through our education. I mean, if you fail at something, I mean, our society is set up by marking you for failing rather than, you know, marking you for overcome a failing or pushing forward. You know, and I've talked about this in the past too. You know, if we fail at something, we start to create this doubt. We start to believe that, yeah, well, I'm not actually good at English. Now, I can tell you for anyone that's sitting here and now loves to write and loves to speak, man, I hated English. I sucked at English, you know, and I used to get marked <laughs> correctly. Um, I never achieved at it. I never liked standing up in front of people speaking. I didn't like writing or reading. And now I love reading. I mean, all these things. And it's taken me a while to overcome that level of doubt that's been in myself and this doubt that's been created because, you know, I didn't achieve. I wasn't really nourished and nurtured along the way in that English path. Perhaps it was because I just didn't enjoy the curriculum that we were strictly, uh, you know, stuck to throughout the high school years. But whatever the case is, I had that doubt. 
but I've overcome it and I've overcome it through practice. I've overcome it by, you know, challenging myself, by just continuing on regardless of what this self-doubt tells me inside, you know, that I'm, I can't do this or I can't write. I'll never be a good writer. Maybe I won't be. I don't know, but I'm going to keep writing because I actually enjoy it. I love it. And you know what I find in that process of experience, new experience, you do actually overcome that self-doubt. You start reading your writing and look, man, I make a lot of grammar mistakes still and still I read some of my writing and go, geez, what was I thinking? But there's so many more articles I read and I really get, I get quite proud, you know, quite humbly. So I am, I'm really proud of my work and I read it and feel good. So that's how we can transition from this, you know, self-doubt to um, overcoming it and keep moving forward. You know, we can actually just change uh, ourself in experience. So the self is an assembly of our past. And so moving forward, if we want to change that self, then we have to go after new experiences. We have to try different things and then we can really shift that level of self-doubt. So if we look at self-doubt as restricting, the reason why it's restricting is because it's it's based on our past experience. The only way, well, maybe not the only way, but a way to overcome that is to really push forward and take new experiences. And then that little thing, the fear holds us back because that little voice, that gremlin in our side, our head says, oh, I don't know, you're probably not going to be any good at this. You'll probably fail or um, you know, what happens if you, if you succeed, you know, a big, a big, um, the imposter syndrome is, is the attention we might get if we do achieve and, and what will happen then? Like it's very uncertain. Um, so sometimes, and probably or more often than not, we would rather look at not achieving because it's, it's more comfortable that way. It's easier that way. But if we do achieve, what happens then? How are we going to handle it all? You know, um, there's a lot of uncertainty that, and that scares a lot of us as well. So you know, this self-doubt, these gremlins creep in and tell us conflicting ideas. They, they raise thoughts in our mind that sort of then puts this fear there that stops us from moving towards what we want to actually achieve. So look, it is, it is really, it boils down to thought. I mean, the self is a conjuring of thoughts that process around in our mind. And if you look at those thoughts, I mean, the best way to assess thoughts in my experience is through a meditation practice. It's through developing our awareness and going, well, okay, what is that thought there that is limiting me at the moment? And why does that actually exist? What can I relate that to? I mean, can I connect it to some past experience? Is it real? I mean, I've talked on this in the past as well. The thought comes up and you start doubting yourself and you have to go, well, is this actual thought real? I mean, what, what is the part of myself that is, is fearful of moving towards this right now? And does it have any need to be fearful? I mean, often we'll find that we've had actually a win in the past, an experience in the past that would d- deny this, this self-doubt from existing altogether. You know, if we've had a really positive experience in the past and yet we're sitting here before attempting to do something in fear and we can't connect with that, that past experience, then we're going to continue to sit there with that fear. But if we can connect back and search the repertoire of experiences we've had in life and go, geez, well, actually... Now, what I did it this time and, and it actually worked out pretty well. So what's stopping me from doing it again this time, you know? And perhaps that will help us. So again, I think it comes down to that awareness, that state of mind that allows us to reflect on the thoughts and really assess why they exist. I mean, thoughts come and go and pass. And often the fear that we attach to these thoughts are not that real, you know? It's, it's not going to be the end of the world. And in assessing the risks, perhaps we will realize that. So I think that's one really good way to to understand where the thoughts come from, understand the self-doubt that might exist in any given moment. 
we can understand the rising of these negative thoughts. And I think, you know, a good way to probably one of the first methods that we'll talk about is having a positive outlook. You know, if, if the negative thought comes up, which is usually attached to self-doubt, we need to have positive thought, you know, we need to try and remove that negative thought like, oh, I might fail. This might not work out. Uh, I might look bad. What are other people going to think of me? Maybe we can turn that around, and and this is just a, a simple example, but turn it into a positive thought. I might actually achieve this. Imagine if I did achieve it. What would that look like? How would people, you know, look at me differently? You know, what would that mean for my life? What would that mean for my level of fulfillment? What happens if I achieve that, and I actually, in doing what I, you know, set out to do, I help some other people in 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 a great way? You know, that's a that's a really different way to look at it compared to these negative thoughts that uh, pop up and arise through self-doubt. So I think that's the first practice is to try and just be a little bit more positive. So when you are aware, and I guess that's the, the first, the fundamental practice is meditation or a practice of mindfulness, awareness. In awareness, then we can assess our thoughts. We can really understand why this self-doubt exists in any given moment. From there, once we see that thought, perhaps we can alter the thoughts that we're having by just focusing on some of the positive outcomes, the positive aspects of our life. Maybe showing a level of gratitude will help. So I think that's um, a couple of things that can really help us tackle self-doubt, so mindfulness, positivity. The next thing I think is really important is to look at our environment. What does our environment look like? I mean, we, we adapt to our environment. So if our environment is not conducive to this positivity, to overcoming self-doubt, then it's going to be harder to tackle it. So we need to look at our environment. And the first thing I'd like to look at is the people that we're hanging around. You know, a lot of our self-doubt is from external influences. You know, and our people are a part of our environment. And it's, it's not easy always to remove people from our environment, especially if it's family that you live with. But perhaps we can. You know, perhaps we can just maybe limit our contact with them if they've got really negative thoughts or if they actually come in and sort of question our ability, then that's going to keep on us. That's going to keep having us question ourselves, And that's not what we want. We want to give ourselves all the encouragement we can. So we need to be mindful of the people that we're around us. We need to be around people that are going to encourage us, people that are out there, you know, setting goals and achieving things, people that are out there that are like-minded you know, hang around those people. That's going to influence um, us in a, in a lot more conducive way. That's going to help us overcome this level of self-doubt. Then we need to look at the things that we consume. You know, are you watching TV? Are you watching news? Are you reading good books? Are you just reading rubbish magazines? I think that's really important. Look at your environment around you. What is the health of your environment? The health of your environment affects the health of your life. It affects the health of your mentality, of your mindset. So if that's not conducive to a positive, healthy mindset, then that's going to affect our ability to tackle this self-doubt as well. So really looking at that, and it's not easy to clean all this up in one hit, but we can start working on it. Yeah, we can become aware of it. So again, you know, going back to that mindfulness, being aware, understanding the, the thoughts that are arising, why they're arising. And perhaps in understanding that, we can practice a little bit of positivity. Perhaps we can look at that and go, or this thought exists because of certain aspects of my environment. I need to remove myself from those aspects or I need to tidy up my environment so that it's more uh, conducive to me pushing forward towards this thing that I want to achieve, this goal, this dream, whatever it might be. 
I think from there it leads us to health. And this is a, a one that I, you know, um, you know I'm, I'm generally pretty healthy, but I certainly have suffered um, with health throughout my life and nothing major, but I just know that when I'm in good health, I know my, my mindset is going to be much stronger. I know physically I'm going to be better, so that's going to help me you know, achieve more anyway. But when it comes to self-doubt, that's all just a state of the mind. So if I can be really healthy physically, it's going to help me mentally be more healthy. And if I'm more clear uh, in the head, in the mind, I'm going to be able to understand. I'm going to be able to practice awareness at a higher level. And that's really going to help me assess the thoughts. That's going to have... That's going to allow me to take more control. Tony Robbins said, and I love it, and I still have it. It's one of my affirmations that I say to myself every day, is that I do not negotiate with my mind. Um, And that's really powerful. Don't negotiate with your mind, you know. This self-doubt is pretty much us doing that. We're allowing this doubt to come in and actually negotiate with what we want to achieve in life, despite what we actually do want to achieve in life. That's what happens. And I've found in experience that when I'm healthier, when I'm more clear, when I have a greater state of clarity, that I don't allow myself to negotiate with the mind. I have control. And I think that's really important. So that's why health is really important as well. And then the final one that I want to talk about is just relationships. You know, Um, Look at those relationships. I sort of touched on it before. There's a few things here that I've perhaps missed out today. But, you know, connecting with other people is so, so powerful to overcoming self-doubt, talking to other people, talking to your family, talking to people of how you feel. Well, just again, it's another way to, you know, assess the thoughts and perhaps without being, you know, hanging around those people that just fluff us up for no reason. I mean, sometimes that's actually a good thing, but, you know, you want to be around genuine people that actually really can help you analyze it um, on a sort of critical level. But, you know, it's about just, you know, maybe it's it's hard to tackle it by yourself. Maybe if you can be around other people and they can sort of give you some encouragement and say, well, look, I actually think this, or I've seen you do this, and maybe give you some of that positivity. That's what can happen through the connections that we have. You know, so it sort of all interrelates, you know. I mean, positivity, you know, we can be more positive ourselves by the stuff that we're consuming, by the environments we're going to be in. Um, the people that we connect with, they can help bring some positive thought and reflection to that situation as well. Our environment, I mean, if your environment is is sort of restricting and you're finding a lot of self-doubt in those environments, then change it up. And that might be simply, you know, walking outside, going into nature and, and having a hike, um, taking a break. You know, that's really important too. Sometimes we get more self-doubt because we're always on top of ourselves. Sometimes just step back. I mean, I'm guilty of that. Absolutely. But just step back, have a little rest, give yourself some time. Um, that's certainly going to help. I think at the forefront of all of this, it comes down to just a greater state of awareness. And I think for me, the best thing that's helped in my life is that mindfulness practice. Guys, that's really what I want to talk about today with self-doubt. I think we all suffer from self-doubt. I would love to hear your thoughts. You know, how have you doubted doubted yourself in the past? Um, What sort of things have you done to overcome it and, and push forward? I mean, there's a lot of other things that I haven't covered today, guys. That's just a few key areas where I think you can look at um, to start, you know, tackling that self-doubt, especially if it really is limiting you a lot. You know, once you start to push forward and overcome it, you'll have that self-doubt come in, but you'll be easily able to just push it aside and keep moving forward uh, in the direction you want to go in life. So guys, that's it from me. Connect with me at The Hidden Why. 
www.ethanpeterson.com. You can reach me through my email address. You can leave your comments in the comments field. If you want to reach out to me on social media, Facebook Messenger is the best way to do that. Other than that, guys, have a freaking fantastic day. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.